0: Hopefully that goes like another four seconds, five seconds, so I can get this done. All right, I guess it
1: didn't. Hey, how you guys doing, Tom
0: Duggan? Um, they,
1: I was uh, doing the bass.
0: Yeah, the, the person making all the obnoxious noises next to me is my co-host, Paul Morano. I do a good bass. If you're watching us on uh, YouTube, he's the guy that looks like Satan sitting next to me.
1: He's, I look nothing like Satan. Which I
0: think he kind of does.
1: And Satan, we should, we Satan, should, Satan is pure spirit anyway, so he doesn't have oh a look. Oh, God,
0: here he goes with the literal crap. So. Unbelievable. Ah, thanks for coming, kids. Good night. All right, so this is the Paying Attention Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. My name's Tom Duggett. I'm the publisher of the Valley Patriot newspaper. You should pick up this edition of the, of the Valley Patriot. We've got a couple of really good stories in here, a couple of good, good columns. Um, I did a column on uh, what did I do a column on on um, immig- did you read it Paul? You did a column on columns. A column on columns. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't. What did you do? I it know on? you only read your own column, so I, I mean, don't even
1: read my own column no, lately. No, no, So you didn't read my column this month. Uh, tell remind me what it is, and immigration? I, might, I immigration immigration inconsistency. No, it
0: was, it was about, well, here's the thing. Yeah. We, we could actually spend a whole, a whole show on this. We won't do it today, but we could if we wanted to. Um, here's what my column is about. I was tired of what Trump supporters believe and why they support Donald Trump on immigration being mischaracterized by the press. Okay. That were Im- anti-immigrant, that were racist, that were anti-Mexican, that... Well, they always you know, conflate these, these Im-
1: immigration with illegal immigration. Right. They always conflate right. those so two So that's what I did. I, I,
0: I broke it down from... E- yeah. I broke it down in legal immigration, illegal immigration, and I went through what, why do Trump supporters support Donald Trump on the immigration issue, and I spelled it out. And one of the things that I wrote about, and I think people should really spend a lot of time thinking about this, is the fact that when Donald Trump made the statement... And everybody in the country gasped That he would be willing to give amnesty to all the illegals If we could just get a wall Yeah CNN spent three days Uh, MSNBC spent at least two days Saying that there was was going to be an insurrection among the Trump base That there was going to be a civil war among the Trump base Because of course we know that the Trump supporters Are all a bunch of racists who hate brown people And they're not going to tolerate this crap whatsoever Not even a little bit and the funny, a funny thing happened on the way to resolving that issue. The Trump supporters didn't have a revolt at all. In fact, most Trump supporters went, eh, you know what, we're not happy about it, but if we get a wall and Donald mm. Trump's in charge and we get all these yeah. other things, we're deporting criminal aliens, you know, we might be open to that.
1: I don't recall. There's a
0: bunch of people who are supposed to hate
1: brown people. I don't recall that many people uh, having a problem at that moment, with what Trump said, except mm-hmm. for Ann Coulter.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, there's always outliers, yeah. right? But for the most part, you didn't see an insurrection among Trump supporters. You didn't see a civil war among the conservative base. You just didn't see it. And, of course, they tell you what's going to happen, and when it doesn't happen, they move on and pretend that it did. And later on, they say mm. that it did in other conversations, <laughs> as if those of us who pay attention didn't mm. notice that that actually never happened. So I addressed mm. all of that in my column in the Valley Patriot. You can actually see it on valleypatriot.com mm. if you want to read it. Um, and, and we also have a great editorial in this edition of The Valley Patriot that's also online called The Rule of Corruption. We talked about the rule of necessity in Methuen, where if you have a majority of a board that has conflicts of interest, um, even though there's a conflict of interest law that you're not supposed to be able to vote, let's say, I'm, let's say I'm a member of the Methuen City Council or the Lawrence City Council, and my brother is the police chief. I can't vote on the police chief's contract, that's a conflict of interest. But there's this special rule, it's called the rule of necessity, we've renamed it to the rule Mm. of corruption, that says if a majority of the board has a conflict, well then you can't pass anything, right? Mm. So it's okay, everybody can vote.
1: Well, what would you do if a majority had a conflict? You just don't vote?
0: Well, there's a lot of things you could do, you could pass it off to another board that has no conflicts, Okay. you could ask the legislature to settle it, you could put it on the ballot, There's a lot of things. This is a democratic process, at least so far, right? I got to read the paper every morning to make sure that we still have our
1: freedoms. But but, but the rule is if there's enough people that have a conflict, then it's okay?
0: Yeah. So if you have a majority Hmm. of a board, like say you have a school committee. Let's say the Lawrence School Committee actually exists. It doesn't right now. Let's say the Lawrence School Committee and four of the seven members have immediate relatives that work in the IT department, in the school department, right? yeah. When the IT contract comes up, those four members can't vote, which means you only have three members. You don't have a majority and they can't pass a contract.
1: Uh, so it has to be a majority. If it's not a majority, then everyone can vote. If, it, it's, if a majority have a problem, that a ma- means that everybody can Everybody can, can vote. vote, right. Yeah.
0: So what that means is we have a fake conflict of interest law in Massachusetts that says if you have a conflict... See, here, this is what it's really designed to do. This is the dirty little secret. The, the dirty little secret is that Hold on, I just had a great idea. Um, the, the dirty little secret is if, you're, if you have a conflict but none of your other fellow members have a conflict and you're going to personally benefit but they're not, hmm. that's wrong. But if you have a conflict and you're going to benefit and everybody else at the table benefits, then that's okay. <laughs> that's, what our, that's, that's what our state law in hmm. Massachusetts says. Now you can't dispute that. I don't care what I don't care what law you look up. I don't care how you twist logic into lack of reason. Our conflict of interest laws in Massachusetts are a friggin' joke. And so I wrote we wrote an editorial about that uh, in this edition of the Valley Patriot. So you should pick up uh, pick up your copy uh, all over the Merrimack Valley. We've got tons and tons of topics today, Paul. And I will let you decide where you want to go first All we right, how exciting have, We have uh, Donald Trump as a traitor because of stuff that he says But what he does is really not, not really that important to most people We have the Facebook Zuckerberg revelation that we learned today Which is absolutely stunning uh, We have um, Massachusetts voted against, believe it or not Being a sanctuary state And that was actually a pretty close vote from what I understand hmm. um, Let's see, what else do we have? Uh, the Democrats want to pull the translator that was in the room with Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin, which I guess goes with the Putin discussion. Uh, they want to they want to haul him before Congress and ask him questions as if they have the right to do that. Oh, that's funny. Uh, and then we have all the Methuen shenanigans, which we will get to at some point during the show. So, where do you want to go first? Well, let's, let's start
1: with that. Let's let's try to. I, I I didn't hear that one. Let me understand that the the translator one. They want to take the Russian translator and bring him into the United States. Well, court? The,
0: the American translator, like so. Trump goes into a room with Putin.
1: Okay. And he takes his own translator. And no aides, right? There's no aides. There's nobody. So that way nobody can leak out Uh, what was said. The private meeting. Okay. Yeah. Trump has
0: his own translator and Putin has his own translator. And they talk to each other through the translators. So because there's nobody else in the room, the traitors in the Democrat Party somehow seem to think – that they have executive power. I don't know hmm. where they got that idea in our Constitution, but then they seem to see a lot of things in our Constitution that aren't there.
1: So presidents don't have a right to have private meetings. Right, that's what they're it.
0: trying to say. Uh, only presidents they don't like. Yes. If, if it's Obama, we don't... When Obama was having private discussions with the Mullahs in Iran about how to send them billions of dollars in a plane load of cash, right. nobody wanted to know what was said on that conversation. Nobody needed to, We didn't need any details at all. We trust Obama. He's okay.
1: Remember the little private uh, aside he had with, uh, with uh, Putin's right-hand man, one of, one of his right-hand men about, well, why don't you wait until after the selection, I'll be much freer to talk yeah, I'll be able, Yeah, I'll be able yeah. to
0: do and, – and the excuse I got from there's this guy, Steve yeah. Bellevue, that comes on my, my – he's totally brainwashed, right? He's like, we don't know if he was talking about his golf game. Yeah, I'm sure that's what he was talking <laughs> about. Listen, yeah. listen, if your brain it's even tough. goes there, that's proof that you're brainwashed,
1: mm. Right. But but you're right, the press didn't have much of a problem with those kind of private things, even when they went public. Right. It's like, okay, right. that, that's, that's their business. So they don't care about yeah. our
0: Constitution. They don't care about executive power. They don't care about separations of power. They don't care about the First Amendment, and they don't care about civil rights. What do they care about? They care about power. Yes. They care about power and money. They care that you've got a guy who's not a globalist in the White House, who's not going to speak the pretty language of politics, and... Here's what they really freak out the most about, because I really want to really drill down into some of this Russia stuff. What they really freak out the most about is he won't follow the approved script, mm. right? There's supposed to be an approved script that politicians are supposed to follow, because then, remember when, remember when Josh Earnest was the secretary, the press secretary for Obama, and he got himself in trouble for saying something, and he came out to explain it and said, listen, I didn't really mean it the way you took it. I was sending code to the base. Remember that? I don't. Okay. So he came out and he said, well, that was just kind of code for the base. And I thought it was stunning that he said it out loud. Like we all yeah. know that that's what they do, but I thought he was – we, the, the public has been conditioned that if you're one demographic to hear something one way and if you're another demographic, you hear the same exact words a totally different way. You hear a totally different thing. And words don't mean anything anymore. And so Donald Trump won't get up and read from the approved script so that CNN can then delve into it and look where mm. he put the comma and try right. and decipher and decode it because they want to be the decoders. Mm-hmm. They want to be the ones to tell you what he really the, meant. The
1: official terp- interpreters. yes. Right.
0: And so Trump comes out and says, "Yeah, you know what? I think that's just a stupid idea." And then CNN spends two <laughs> hours going. CNN spends yeah. two hours going. What did he really mean by that a stupid mm-hmm. idea? What does that mean? Yes. Let's drill down into that. Let's. Here's my my yeah. new favorite word that I want to ban. Let's unpack that. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to unpack, you morons. He said it was a stupid <laughs> idea. Guess you know what he really thinks? That's a stupid idea. <laughs> Probably does. That's yeah. what he really just thinks. The other problem they have with him is that he doesn't he doesn't think before he speaks. He's thinks out loud. Now, I understand this. I speak Trump. That's that's what you do. Because it's exactly what I do, right? So I used to sit on the school committee and somebody would come up before us and they would talk about some proposal. And um, everyone had to go around the table and say what they thought about the proposal. And I I sat second to the end. So I was usually either the second person or the second last person. On one of them, I was the second person and the guy to my left wasn't there. So I ended up being the first person to speak. So I'm a new guy. I'm on the school mm. committee. And I'm just kind of thinking out loud. I'm like, well, you know what? He brings up a good point. You know, maybe we, maybe we could do it that way. But, you know, I would have a concern about X, Y, and Z. But, uh, you know, I'm not against the idea out of the gate. And then, of course, every person after me didn't address the issue. They attacked me for saying it might be a good idea because they know so much more about politics. They know so much more about the school department. They know so much more about budgets that what the person suggested at the microphone was so absurd that the fact that I would even entertain the idea was enough for a two-hour discussion on why Tom Duggan sucks, (laughs) right? And that's what it turned into, right? And so I totally get Trump because I speak Trump. I think out loud. Uh, anybody who follows me on Facebook when I'm live mm. yes. I, I think out loud Now sometimes someone's going to come up with an idea And you're going to go yeah you know what That sounds like it could be a good idea That doesn't mean I'm committed and it's etched in stone And we're going to start tomorrow
1: It right. means right. You know, you're considering off, off the
0: top of my head That sounds like a good idea right. Now should I have to say in every single conversation Off the top of my head Before I mm. say that's a good idea I think most people should just know that uh, if, if you have a brain that works and you're not brainwashed. If you're not conditioned by our media and our culture, you shouldn't have to say in every conversation, for example, there's an exception to every rule. Yes. Like every time I say something in a general term, if I, if I went on Facebook and said women are more nurturing <laughs> if, than men. If you
1: make a generality, then somebody will say, I know a woman who's not right, that way. Right,
0: 25 people come on and go, that's yeah. not true because I know a guy know. who's more nurturing than his wife. Well,
1: I, always, I always say in general, it, it, th- just, just to cut it all it's, off it's in the, the, the butt. It's, it's just awful. So people in this
0: country, especially in this culture, are yeah. hearing different things. And because of that, we have a very confused culture. We get to hear people who are really smart and in really big positions of power say things that would make our grandparents roll over in their graves. Like, for example, remember when Martha Coakley came out and said... It's not illegal to be illegal in Massachusetts. It's, it's
1: not illegal to be illegal. Yes, I, yeah, I, remember I remember something like that. Yes.
0: So, you know, you have people who say like crazy things yeah. like we have to pass the bill so you know what's in it. Yes. Right? The whole purpose yes. of our government is someone proposes something, you present it to the public, that the public discusses it. They tell their representatives how they want them to vote and then they yeah. vote on it.
1: It might have been Nancy Pelosi. It was Nancy that Pelosi. Okay.
0: Um, how about if you don't side with hmm. illegal aliens? you're a traitor to your country. It's like the exact mm. opposite. If you side with illegal aliens, you're a traitor to your country because you're supposed to be there to represent the citizens of this country, not the citizens of Mexico, not the citizens of El Salvador and Guatemala and wherever else, can like in, in mm. Ireland and Sweden and, and anywhere else. So we now have a culture that's so confused that everything is the opposite of what it's supposed to be. And I'll say it again. When, when I was growing up, we read the, the book 1984 by George Orwell. We thought it was supposed to be a warning. The Democrats and the media culture are using it as a playbook. <laughs> like, to them it's a manual. Like How can we twist things? So now these people who are actually literally traitors to their country because they side with illegal aliens over American citizens. They side with Castro over us. They loved Che Guevara. And by the way, they hate Putin who's the head of a not really communist country, but close to a communist country. But what about Stalin? Remember how they loved Stalin? Remember, all, remember how they loved yeah. Gorbachev? Remember when, when there was a, an actual Soviet Union and it was actually communist? Remember how they loved all those guys? They,
1: they loved the uh, Soviet dictators a lot more than they love Putin. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I think this is because Putin wants to get along with Trump. Right. And vice versa.
0: Imagine if... Now, remember when Donald Trump, we just said a few minutes ago, offered... Um, amnesty to illegal aliens In mm-hmm. order for a wall The reason why the liberals went nuts And said, oh, the Trump base They were trying to get the Trump base to revolt It didn't That's work, right. but they, right. were, they were predicting it Because they wanted it to happen Because they didn't want Donald Trump to give amnesty To 30 million illegal aliens Because if he did Boy, they wouldn't right. be beholden to that Democrat party At election time anymore, would they? They wouldn't be beholden to their Democrat masters anymore Would they? So Trump goes to Uh, Helsinki. He meets with Vladimir Putin. And despite what he's actually done, this is the other thing that that liberals and, and, and the media and the Democrats are all worked up about, what he says. Doesn't matter what he did, right? Doesn't matter what he did. What matters is what he said or didn't say. And you heard for the last 48 hours what a debacle it was because he didn't follow the
1: approved script. The only thing I'm disappointed about with regard to Trump and that whole thing is his backtracking. Mm-hmm. I agree. He never should have yeah. come out and backtracked. Never, he should have doubled down again. He should have doubled down. And it, it was know, it's just blatantly obvious that he didn't really mean wouldn't. Right. No. He meant would, obviously.
0: Listen, w- 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 everybody listening to this show, let's make something perfectly clear. The media and the Democrats want you to pledge your allegiance to the intelligence community, not this country. We're supposed to believe. Whatever the intelligence community tells us regardless of whether or not they show us any proof they've not shown us one shred of evidence that it was the Russians that hacked into Podesta's emails they all said it some of them said it and then mm. of course the media says they all said it which isn't true but some of them said it they they went to they went to hearings and said oh yes this is the, they definitely did it we did an investigation and trust us we're not going to show you any evidence but but take our word for it now I'm wondering why we would take their word for it. Why would we take their word? Why would we take the word of people who said there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq when there wasn't, who pushed for a war with Syria, which would have been bad, who are now pushing for a war with Russia, which would be really bad because they've got nuclear weapons. The same people who said in front of Congress, no, we're not reading your emails. No, 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 we're not listening to your voicemails. We're not tracking you through your phones. That's not happening at all. It's crazy. Till we found out that they were why would we trust these people about anything much less trust them blindly quite frankly if they showed us evidence that the russians hacked into podesta's emails i would question the evidence well like i would need real proof i would need real proof because this is a the the intelligence community in this country is out of control they're reading our emails. They're tracking everywhere we go online. They know every porn site you visit. They know every email you send to your mom. They know every voicemail you get from your boss telling you that you, you've been late and he's docking your pay. Every single thing that you do electronically, they are monitoring. They are listening. Who is? They are watching the intelligence community, the, Na- the National Security Agency, the FBI, the DEA, the and U.S. Marshals Service. And you think,
1: you think everybody, every single citizen. Absolutely. You do?
0: Yeah. It, every single piece of electronic communication goes through one trunk. It all goes through one trunk, like one big trunk. And the NSA has been able to siphon into that trunk and collect all of this data. Now it's tons and tons and tons and tons of data, right? It's because every person, on the, every person mm. in the country that's got a phone, I have three phones plus a laptop plus other stuff, right? But they, they, they can download it, they can store it, and then they can call it up whenever it's convenient. So you know what, Paul? You're not really a threat to the, to the intelligence community. You're not really a threat to uh, the inside elitists and the globalists. But let's say tomorrow you get a show on Fox. Okay. Right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see a front-page story in the New mm-hmm. York Times about how you cheated on your wife eight years ago. Where do you think they got mm-hmm. that? Right? We, I mean, think about it. Where, where do you think... Most of the scandals that come out about people's personal lives that no one could ever really know about, where do you think that comes from? You've got people in the intelligence agencies like, like Snowden who just leak it out. They go, "Oh, look, I don't like this guy. Al Franken, whoever it is, I don't like this guy. Let's leak it out. We found this on the internet, or we found it in a voicemail, or we found it in an email. Let's just leak it out. It's character assassination using all of our own data. And really, it's our own fault. You and I had a, had a show about six years ago on hmm. CAP where I went out of my mind, and you kind of thought I was out of my mind, about all the cameras that were going up on um, traffic lights. Mm. Do you remember this conversation? Barely, yeah. And I said, you know, there's cameras going up, and they're saying it's only sensors, so that like, when you hit the line, the light can go green. But I had friends in law enforcement saying, no, there are cameras, and not only are there cameras, but Take it's got pictures. facial, re- facial re- recognition, and they're logging your plate number and where you are and when you are at all times. Now, we opened the phone lines. What happened? That's crazy. It's a conspiracy theory. How could you say that? You're, you're doing the work of America's enemies. You, you're making us distrust our government. Well, here we are six years later, and it's commonplace, and nobody said a word. We've been conditioned like the frog in the soup. Little by little, the cameras started going up. Little by little, we accepted it. And now here we are. Everywhere you go, you're on camera. Every single thing you do in public. When you get out of your house. Is on camera. And maybe in your house. Because now we find out that the Chinese. (laughs) The smart TVs. They have smart TVs where they can Mm. actually watch. Just like. uh, Go back and read 1984 by George Orwell. It's it's a playbook. Mm. Like every single thing in that book has now come true.
1: And then there was the, uh, the scare of the uh, computer uh, camera looking at you. Right, yeah.
0: Well, look what I do, right? Went, when I'm not on, yes, yeah, when I'm not yeah. on, I have a, a postage I, stamp. That I, used I, to, I
1: used to do that, actually. I just gave up on it.
0: Yeah, no, I do it. I do it all the time. Mm. So here's, here's the president of the United States who obviously knows a hell of a lot more about this insider stuff than we do, right? We're not president. Mm-hmm. We don't have access to this stuff. You bet. But he does. He knows what's being spied on. He knows what the NSA is up to. He knows what the FBI is up to and he has a press conference with Putin and they say, how come you won't blindly accept whatever your intelligence agencies say? Well, duh. Like really, what more is there to say? Duh. Ooh, I, you know, here's what I would have said. You know, when they find the weapons mm-hmm. of mass destruction in Iraq, come back and tell me I should listen to whatever they say without evidence. Until then, I think we should be skeptical of everything
1: that they say. The funny thing is the left has always been skeptical about the CIA, the FBI, yep. and other Not agencies. Not anymore. All of a sudden, they're not all that skeptical. In In fact, they've turned patriotic. Oh, yeah. Isn't Uh, isn't it
0: amazing? You're unpatriotic if you don't believe what the national, the NSA says. hmm. The National Security Agency, which spies on every American in this country, we're supposed to just blindly believe whatever they say, even though they present zero. By the way, zero evidence has been presented to this very moment that Trump colluded with the Russians and that the Russians hacked Podesta's email. A whole bunch of people saying it. And whenever someone like me disputes it, you have idiot liberals or idiot Democrats or just idiots in general, because there are some conservatives saying it too, they, they, they come out and they say, well, how could you say that? How could you doubt them?
1: Well, it's, it's, been, it's being said that it's treasonous, that, uh, mm-hmm. that Trump is defending Russia on the world stage and, uh, and trashing America.
0: Yeah, yeah, when Obama went to Egypt and did the apology tour and apologized to every Muslim country in the world after 9-11, that wasn't treason. When Obama got on the phone with the mullahs in Iran and negotiated sending billions of dollars in cash on a plane, that wasn't treason. To people who want to kill us, to people who blew up two two buildings in the Pentagon, that wasn't treason at all. Mm. That's not treason. Siding with illegal aliens over American citizens isn't treason. But Trump has done more against Russia than any other president. I'm going to go through the list, too, before we break. And yet he won't say the approved words that they want him to say. That makes him a traitor.
1: Imagine if this was a um, press conference between Putin and Obama a Mm -hmm. few years back.
0: Mm -hmm. They'd be praising him.
1: And Obama said something like, um, well, uh, I'd like to read uh, all of those documents first. I don't want to comment, but I don't don't really at this moment see why Russia would would hack uh, the United States and its... uh, you know, maybe, maybe they did, but I don't see why they would. And then he just went on and continued uh, his press conference. I don't think to be a word. Brilliant. I don't think to be a word. They'd say it was brilliant. Yeah, it was, yeah because he didn't. He's being thoughtful. He, he he doesn't being, wanna, he's being diplomatic, diplomatic in public. He doesn't want right. to embarrass the, uh, the head of state. Right. Yeah, we know uh, what he's in, doing behind in the public. scenes. Right, right. Yeah. So th- it's, it's really hypocritical, the whole thing. Yeah. It's,
0: so it doesn't matter what Donald Trump or anybody does. In this climate, what matters is what you say, right? right? So it doesn't matter that he killed hundreds of Russian troops in Syria, literally bombed and killed them, right? Actual people who are actually dead, that doesn't matter. The fact that he expelled a whole bunch of Russian diplomats, that doesn't matter. The fact that he pulled back our diplomats from Russia, that doesn't matter. He put on sanctions because of Ukraine, that doesn't matter. All the things he's actually done, that doesn't matter. What matters is that he won't speak the approved language and scripted language of politics He won't now here's the other thing if if Trump had gotten up and he was with Putin and the middle of the press conference He left the podium and went over and punched Putin in the face and said don't do it again Yes, they'd be saying he's starting a world war. Yeah, it's gonna be nuclear. Look what he did He's out of control totally out these people are never excuse my French But these people are never fucking happy no matter what Donald Trump does and says they're going to find a way to criticize because it's not really about Donald Trump. No, it's about their own power. It's about their own power. It's That's about the it fact is. that he is not allowing them to continue the facade. Do uh, you ever see the movie, The Truman, the Truman Show? Yes. I think we're living that right now. I think everything is fake. And all of a sudden, Donald Trump comes in. He starts breaking things. They go, wait, yeah. wait a minute. You're showing. Hold on. You showed him a camera. He's not supposed to see the camera. <laughs> hold on a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. And I, it's it's so sad that there's so many brainwashed people. I actually Brilliant. had a guy come on my... Uh, where is it? I got I to gotta find it. I had this guy, Steve Bellevue. I know he's going to want to come on my show now that I mentioned his name because that's how those liberals are. You're going to give me a chance to review what you said because everything you said is a lie. It's a lie. Oh, uh, where is it? Come on. I know it's down here somewhere. Uh, let's see. I know it's radio. was not this awful? I should have had it ready and I don't. Um... Uh, I hope you have topics for us today, by the way, Paul. Do
1: you have topics for us at all? I'm still, I'm still chuckling about uh, why Tom Duggan sucks.
0: Oh, Tom yeah. Duggan, Tom I Duggan think, sucks.
1: <laughs> I think that should be a, uh, a, a monthly column in your paper. That would yeah. be great. Everyone would, they, everyone would read that. A, um, like a guest columnist, every sing, a different guest columnist every single month. Right. Yeah, yeah just, it should be like front, oh, front so, page.
0: So I did, I did a, a posting yesterday about Democrats are for open borders. Yes. I don't know if you saw that. So I've got a couple of liberals that come onto my Facebook page. And they're all welcome, by the way. I never block them, even when they're, like, abusive and call me names. I, know, I try not to block them because um, I, I, think, I think dissent is good. Unlike the left, I think dissent is good. So I said the Democrats are for open borders. And I had two of the five standard liberals on my page come on. That's a lie. Show me mm-hmm. proof. They always mm-hmm. want proof. And to them, proof means a statistic or a study. That's what they, that's that's exactly what they what think is proof because they don't have enough common sense to see what's in front of them. They need a statistic to tell them that water is wet. Zero, well.
1: zero common right? sense.
0: Right? So I said, "You, oh, you want proof? Okay, here's proof. They're against a border wall. And yeah. by the way, that means they're for open borders. That's your proof. Mm-hmm. They are against deporting anybody even if they're criminals, mm-hmm. even if they're in a gang. They want illegal aliens to be able to vote while they're here. They want illegal aliens to be able to get welfare while they're here. They want government assistance that's supposed to be for Americans that we pay for to go to people that aren't paying into the system that aren't supposed to be here. Newsflash, that's the definition of open borders. That's the definition. No, no, no. So you're crazy, Tom. Because just because I don't want a wall because it's too expensive doesn't mean I'm for open borders. Well, geez, I killed my wife because the steak was cold when she served me dinner. I still killed my wife, right? Whatever your excuses for being against the wall, you're still against the wall. Your stated reason is it's, it's too expensive, but if someone came along and said, okay, I'm gonna build you a wall for free, do you think that would will say, oh, okay, I'm for the wall? No, they wouldn't. It's a total lie. I always say give the devil their due in a liberal conversation. Whenever they give you an excuse, go, okay, well, if we do it that way, can we still have what we want? No, well, wait a minute, it's like voter ID. We can't have voter ID because poor people won't be able to get an ID. So, okay, well, how about if we have a fund where we all kick in and buy poor people free IDs? So you'd be for voter ID then, right? No, no, wait a minute, because it's not about the money. It's a lie, it's a friggin' lie. And every single thing that you hear in, in, in contradiction to Donald Trump every day, it's a lie. Now, every once in a while they get it right, right? Because even a broken clock is right twice a day. But for the most part, everything they say is a lie. Everything they say is a lie. I started off my morning putting on CNN and watching them say that Donald Trump says the American media is the biggest threat to our democracy. And then they show the quote. And Donald Donald Trump's quote is, the fake news media is the biggest, (laughs) right? So are they admitting that they're fake when they change that Uh, in the next sentence and say Donald Trump says the media? Are they admitting that they're fake? Is that what they're doing? Or are they trying to deceive people into believing that Donald Trump actually said that the news media in general, in total, is the biggest threat to our Mm. democracy. It's all about manipulation on the news, and it's all about manipulation in our culture, and it's infuriating to those of us who can actually think for ourselves, because I'm throwing paper at the TV all day.
1: Trump has chutzpah. He really does. He does. He does. One of the the top lines here on Drudge is, uh, Trump, looking forward to the second Putin meeting. (laughs) <laughs> I, we, we all are Looking forward I'm, to I'm it I'm looking like, forward
0: to that too
1: After what he just went through with, right? the, with the whole world He's looking forward to the second meeting
0: Listen, would I have uh. liked
1: it For Donald Trump
0: To stand in front of Putin Because see The whole, the whole election meddling thing Doesn't bother yeah. me at all I know they're all worked up About election meddling But that's only because They don't want us to look At the actual election meddling mm. Which is citizens of Mexico Coming here and voting in our elections and not having voter ID and no way to stop them. Right. That's the real election. They don't care about that. They don't care. They cry about it's the, the foundation of our democracy. Unless Mexicans are doing it, then it's perfectly fine. <laughs> if Mexicans are destroying the foundation of our democracy, <laughs> no problem. Because they're voting Democrat, right? I could do a whole comedy routine on this. I really yeah, I may, I may actually do a whole comedy routine on this at some point. So everything that everything that you're hearing and every excuse that you hear, just just think. Think critically for yourself. Now, I would have loved for Donald Trump to get up there and say, you know, forget all this election meddling stuff. I have a real problem with what you are doing, Mr. Putin, in Western Europe. Western Europe is a bastion of freedom and, and personal liberty, unlike Western Europe. I'm sorry. Unlike Eastern Europe. Okay. And Eastern Europe is a bastion of, of, of liberty and democracy. Western Europe, not so much. They've gone socialism. But you get Poland... Uh, Crimea, you look at the Ukraine, they're moving more and more toward lower taxes, more personal liberty, and more personal freedom. And mm-hmm. Mr. Putin, you need to knock it off. <clears throat> and if you invade one more country while I'm president, I'll start dropping bombs on you. That's what I wanted him to say. Now, I'm not freaking out because he didn't say it the way CNN freaked out because he didn't say what their approved script was. But you
1: don't know what he said in private.
0: Well, that, that's the other thing. We don't know what they talked about in private. No. And the fact that the Democrats want a subpoena and the translator, there's a very easy solution for all that. Elected Democrat president, and you mm-hmm. can ask him what he said to Putin. And maybe he'll tell you. Maybe he'll lie, but maybe he'll mm-hmm. tell you. But the president of the United States is Donald Trump right now. Yeah. and the Congress has no right to know what he said in private. And I don't want to hear this, well, how do we know he didn't give away the farm? How do we know he didn't do this? How-? You don't, but you're not president. You don't get to know that. You don't get to know that.
1: And if you did something illegal or immoral, it'll come out eventually. I'm sure it will, yeah. and I'm sure the story will still be wrong, yeah. but, I'm sure <laughs>
0: will, but I'm sure it will come out. Yeah, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will come out. Um, here's a couple of things that Donald Trump did, even though we're only concerned about what he says. Uh, in uh, In response to Russian interference in the two thousand and sixteen election and other malfeasance, the Trump administration has sanctioned Russian oligarchs and all of their intelligence agencies. through two thousand and seventeen and two thousand and eighteen, the u s. sanctioned numerous Russian actors, not actors like you know people in movies, but actors yeah. like people, uh, for violating non proliferation laws by supporting weapons programs in Iran and Syria and supporting North Korean development of weapons of mass destruction. The Trump administration also issued sanctions against more than 100 Russian actors and firms for Russia de- Russia's destabilizing actions in the Ukraine and the ongoing occupation of Crimea. In March of 2017, in response to Russians' use of military-grade chemical weapons in the United Kingdom, remember the guy that got uh, poisoned? Yes. Right? Yeah. The Trump administration ordered multiple Russian consulates in the United States closed and expelled 60 Russian intelligence officers. Now, I just read four of them. There's actually about 80 or 90 of these.
1: Of right? what? People who are
0: poisoned? No, of things that Trump oh, has done oh, yeah, to yeah, Russia. Yeah, right. There's 80 or 90 actions that he's taken in the year and a half he's been president to Russia. CNN doesn't care about any of them. The Democrats don't care about any of them. They only care what you can see and hear. They only care what he says. And even if he came out and read by their script word for word, they would still find a way. They'd still find a way to say he's a traitor to this country. Because the real traitors are the ones pointing the fingers. The real traitors are the ones that go on CNN every single night and advocate for citizens of Mexico over American citizens. The real traitors are the ones that go on and say, um, yeah, you know, the the FBI, uh, they read the emails of of, uh, that news reporter on Fox News, James Rosen. But he's a conservative, so who cares about that? Like, uh, uh, Roseanne Barr had her First Amendment rights violated when she lost her show for a tweet. Nothing to see here move along. Right? They don't care mm. about the First Amendment, and by, sure as hell they don't care about the Second Amendment, which is actually in the Constitution. They care about abortion that's not in the Constitution, but your right to bear arms, which is in the Constitution, they don't seem to care too much about. So who's the real traitor? And I think that should be our title, right? Ed, who's the, real, I like who, it.
1: who's the real traitor? Who's the real traitor? Who's the
0: real traitor? Is it the people that are advocating for Mexicans over American citizens? Hmm. You have um, in um, California, they're signing up illegals to vote in local elections, yeah. claiming oh, it's nonpartisan, San so Francisco. no big deal. No big deal. Let's let people who are foreigners from other countries, whose allegiances are to other countries, come here and affect our local elections. And by the way, our local elections are the farm team of people who will be your senators and congressmen tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So no problem with meddling In our elections But Putin's guys Ran a couple of Facebook ads That's the end of the world That's it A whole democracy is done Because of a couple of Facebook ads
1: It's uh, it's a good narrative It's a good narrative going into the uh, midterm elections
0: And it's a good narrative going Uh, into the break I think we're going to take a quick break right? So we're going to try and cut some more commercials for next week Because I hate that it's my voice through the whole commercial break Maybe Paul can read a couple Mm -hmm. next week we're looking at getting Michael Gorman from uh, TMF, The Movement Family, on next week. Waiting for him to answer me on Facebook. We'll be back after this. I'm paying attention. a and Auto Body. We got our friend Angelo over there. Angelo Memolo over there. He does great work on your car. So if you got a ding in your car, somebody hits you, you got a mechanical problem, you bring it to a and Auto. He's on South Broadway in Lawrence on Inman Street. Angel will take care of you. Um, so what's the address there? 341 Three f- South Broadway, Lawrence, Massachusetts. Then we get Joe Zingales, Rosanna Zingales-Lopez from Century 21. They have been with us from the very first edition of the Valley Patriot. They've been with us from the very first paying attention show which was in 1999, back when he was REMAX. He's not REMAX anymore. Now he's Century 21, Teams and Zingales. And they sponsor our bash. They gave a $1,000 scholarship this year. They gave a $2,000 scholarship last year. And that money comes right out of their pocket. That's not like they're collecting money from other people and just using it like I do. They actually took money out of their pocket. So I don't know why these guys love me so much. I really don't. But Twin Lights, let me tell you how, how dedicated I am to helping my sponsors. The guys at Twin Lights Security needed an extra security guy to do private investigations and to do security for a certain thing in Boston. And they posted it on my page and asked if it was okay if they could use my page to solicit hiring people. And I said, you know what, as busy as I am, these guys sponsor the show, they sponsor the Valley Patriot, they give us $1,000 for the bash. I'm gonna go work for these guys. So I called up Pat McLaughlin and I said, look, you help us every single time we need something. Whenever I put out a call, you're there. If you need an extra person and you're short, I'll take the night off and I'll come work for you. And so I I have been. I've been doing some work for them because they're helping us. And so there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to find a way to help them in the meantime. So if you need security or if you're getting divorced and you need a private investigator, if you have a business and you need a private investigator or security, uh, you want to call Twin Lights Security. They're based out of Gloucester, but they're very local. If while I'm driving around Lawrence, I get shot and killed, make sure you get my body to Perez Funeral Home. Because we do business with the people who do business with us. And he's on South Broadway. With the, it's the old Scott Funeral Home. If, you were, if you're an old-time Lawrence resident, it's the old Scott Funeral Home on, on South Broadway. Perez Funeral Home at 298 South Broadway in Lawrence. Um, you can, they do crematory services. They do all the stuff that they're supposed to do, right? And uh, Mike's a, a big fan of the show. He followed us when we go live. He's an advertiser now in the print edition of the paper, and he's now sponsoring this program. Perez Funeral Home and Crematory Services, 298 South Broadway in Lawrence. We appreciate him. Uh, Franklin Veloz from Veloz Auto Group. Uh, He specializes in people that have uh, maybe bad credit, no credit. Maybe you haven't had a job for a long period of time, so you don't think that maybe you qualify for a car loan. Usually, you know, they want you to have a job for a year or more. Uh, He specializes in getting people who have bad credit or no credit, or maybe spotty credit, uh, getting them into a used car. He used to work for Charlie Dare's Commonwealth Motors for a long, long time, so he knows his stuff. I think he was the credit manager over there or something. So he knows what he's doing, and, um, and he follows us live too. I really appreciate that he does. Every time I see him pop on, I'm very excited about it. And I was there yesterday, to deliver his newspaper, and he said he's already had customers come in from us talking about him on this show. So we appreciate Veloz Auto Group. Go see Franklin. He's at 17 Mass Ave. It's right at the very beginning of Mass Ave on the Lawrence-North Andover line. All righty. Tom Duggan and Paul Morano here on the Paying Attention Podcast. We want to thank our sponsors and our advertisers, especially Perez uh, Funeral Home. And, uh, you know, I, I've often said, if I get shot while I'm out there in Lawrence, make sure you get my body to Perez Funeral Home, because even in death, we are loyal to the people who are loyal <laughs> to us. Um, all right. So we talked a little bit about the, uh, the Putin thing, and it kind of really wraps up into the propaganda of the American news media. Uh, even Fox, even a bunch of Republicans were uh, chastising the president. Because it's just so A easy. A whole
1: slew of Republicans. It's so
0: easy to just get caught up in it. And then the funny part is like when when the CNN morons come on and go, even Republicans were saying that well, Donald Trump was right. Well, what do you mean even Republicans? The Republican Party hated Donald Trump. They ran 17 people against
1: him to try and beat him. Not only that, traditionally, Republicans would or should, it's, it's closer to their character, to... Uh to be uh, uh, to be dis- to, uh, disgraced by uh, choosing a uh, foreign power over the United States. Right. It's closer to the Republican character than right. it is the, de- the Democrats. Uh, it's just complete. They're always siding with everybody it's, else. It's complete hypocrisy right. and contradiction. But when you when you have Republicans saying something like about this, then you say, okay, that makes sense. it's closer to the character. They're, at least they're being genuine. Right. Uh, they may they may be wrong, but they're being genuine. Right. Yeah. So um, John McCain. Mitt Romney. Oh yeah,
0: John yeah. McCain, Mitt Romney,
1: and you know the, the whole most
0: of these guys—they've sold out, and by virtue mm. of the fact that Donald Trump hasn't sold out, it kind of highlights that they've sold out, and they don't—they hate that.
1: They hate that. I they've all they've,
0: sold out on immigration. Every one of them.
1: They're sold out to a certain degree. I, I think there's a genuine belief in both of those guys and others, um, including what's his name down south there. Uh, gosh, yeah, I can't guy. think of his name. The guy, Graham. Who, yes, thank you. <laughs> and those kind of folks, the neo, the supposed neocons. I think mm-hmm. they're genuine in their belief that Russia is the bad guy still. And um, and how know. is
0: it that we've bought into this notion that Russia is the biggest threat to our democracy when China? is oh, really the biggest threat to our democracy.
1: I mean, I've, I've known that for about 20 years now, right. that, that China is the biggest threat right, to well, our democracy. Well, everyone, Paul knew <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> At least. So there's really no discussion. I was having dreams about that. All right. But, uh, yeah, it's 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 all a show, like you're saying. Yeah. It's it's being played out, and uh, just sit back and watch like you do every day, CNN, and, and just enjoy the show. Every
0: day I put on CNN yeah. and say, today they're going to commit an act of journalism. Today yeah. I'm convinced, even just by accident, they're going to come out and are going to do something <laughs> that looks like journalism. And I actually had people on my page, going back to our original discussion about things being the opposite of what we're calling them, I actually had people on my page going, CNN is real news and Fox is fake news. And, and, and CNN, uh, they're real journalists. So I said, okay, well, when Anderson Cooper came on at the end of the Putin summit and said that was the most disgraceful display by any American <laughs> president in the history of our country, was that an act of journalism objectively reporting what happened or was that him giving his opinion? Because if it was his opinion, then newsflash, it's not journalism.
1: Well, he's an opinion show, right?
0: Yeah. But he portrays himself as a journalist. He calls himself a journalist. In fact, if you go to Wikipedia under his name, it's a journalist. So he's not like- Wolf uh, Blitzer, it's his journalist. None of these guys are journalists. So this liberal comes on and he does screenshots. The only reason I know that Wikipedia has that because he did screenshots- Saying, see, Wikipedia says that they're journalists. Oh, well, I guess that makes it true. Like, I could never, I I guess, I don't get it. I'm just going to talk it in complete sentences for the next 20 minutes. Because it (laughs) makes no sense to me how a a person can call themselves a journalist and at the end of a summit between the two most powerful people on the planet start off without even taking a breath with that was the most disgraceful display by any American president ever. And by the way, respect me, I'm an objective journalist. How does that work? How does that work? And yet people are coming on my page, you've got to pity them, really. But like, no, nobody challenges I used, them. I used to get angry with these people, but I pity them now because they're really so weak-minded that they just believe whatever sounds good in defense of the position they want to take. And then they go, no, no, no. For, for Fox News is you can always tell a brainwashed person when I'm standing with a group of people, usually politicians – Uh, Or political people, you know, movers and shakers in the political world And we're sitting around and we're having a coffee and I say Man, I really hate Anderson Cooper, he's so awful And five people, all at the same Mm -hmm. time, without any coordination And I'll go, what about Fox? The minute you hear what about Fox, you can point to that person And know for sure that person's brainwashed Totally brainwashed They hate the fact that Fox exists because it gives an alternate view To CNN and MSNBC and so my answer always stuns them. Never, By the way, never give a liberal the answer they're expecting because they've got five other things behind it mm. that they're ready to say in response to what they think you're going to say. So I always go in the opposite direction and leave them speechless. I always look at them and go, hey, listen, don't, don't tell me about Fox. Fox sucks too. They're better than CNN. They're better than MSNBC, but they still suck. I don't want opinions in my news. I don't want Shepard Smith coming out and giving me opinions during the news. Give me the news. I don't want Sean Hannity coming on, pretending to be a news guy, sitting in front of a desk with a chyron, with a big thing in the corner that says Fox News, with the word news in it, and start telling me how Donald Trump took the greatest dump in the world yesterday. It was a great dump. Nobody's taking a dump any better than Donald Trump did yesterday. That was the best. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But the fact that their (laughs) knee-jerk reaction before they can even think, before they even have a chance Mm. to process what you're saying, they've been conditioned... What about Fox? Because Fox is supposed to be the fake news. Well, yeah, there's some fake news on Fox. I agree with you. I'm not going to defend Fox. I think, I think you Fox mentioned
1: You mentioned the two guys that I think uh, have a problem with that. Yes. On Fox News. Right. I think the rest of the organization is pretty good.
0: I love Tucker, but, but Tucker's not a news guy, and it mm. should, shouldn't say Fox News. The only beef I have with Tucker is somewhere on the screen when he's talking, it should say commentary show, opinion show. And it should stay there Just like the Fox News logo It should say This is opinion Or this is commentary Because what he does Is he sits in front of A news desk like we do But
1: isn't that assumed
0: At night No At night That all of these news shows Are are opinion shows For those of us Who follow this every day Yes right We're in the know We Mm. know the difference Because we follow it all the time To the average person Flipping through the channel Who sees Wolf Blitzer And then they keep going And they see uh, Wiffle Ball uh, What's his name Chris Matthews and then they see Tucker Carlson or Hannity. They think they're watching news. They think they're watching news. And that's the biggest problem is that we've disguised opinion as news. We are calling opinion news. And then the minute Donald Trump came out with something very effective on CNN that they're fake news, immediately the other side goes, oh, Fox is fake news. Um, real good anecdote. So I'm in Gloucester a couple weeks ago. And I'm near the beach. And there's a whole bunch of crust, crust crunchy earth ladies that are always giving me a hard time about my car running, I shouldn't be smoking, all this other stuff, right? So one of them sees the press sticker on my car Mm -hmm. and she says, oh, are you the press? And I said, actually, yeah, in my other job, I am the press. She goes, are you fake news like Fox? And I said, no, I'm not fake news like Fox. I'm also not fake news like CNN or, or MSNBC. And she couldn't comport in her head equating Fox with CNN and MSNBC. She couldn't do it. Even though I'm still saying Fox is fake news just to kind of kind of placate her into maybe seeing on the other side that there's some of that going on, like just to try and lure her in just a little bit, her,
1: mm-hmm. you could see the
0: corpuscles in her head started to explode. Like She, she didn't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. She huffed and she walked away because she had she had nothing to say. She had no pre-ordained, pre-memorized, preconditioned answer to that. So I always say when you're – I could do a whole show on how to argue with a liberal. Never tell them what they're expecting you to say in response to what they're saying. Always go the other way. That's why I always say, yeah, you're right. Fox sucks. They suck almost as bad as CNN. I happen to think that their news is better than CNN. You might not because you're a leftist. But they both suck. No one's saying that, that, that Fox isn't bad. Fox is terrible. You know who's really good and they're getting better every day is hmm. One, One American Network. So on Sunday, maybe it was Monday, uh, I was stuck in the office, and I put on CNN, and it was Trump lies, Trump sucks, Trump's awful, and I put on Fox News, and it was Trump's the best, Trump's awesome, and then I went to, I just needed something else, so I just found something else, I found One American Network, and it was a story about something going on in England and a story that was going on in Kansas and then it was a hard news story about a cop that got killed in California and then it was another hard story about a fugitive they were looking for in in Louisiana and I went oh my god we've been talking about this forever Hmm. they just gave us hard news for like an hour now the problem with one American news is they just rerun it now all day Hmm. so it's like one hour of news that they just keep rerunning but oh my god we actually I actually got to sit and watch a news broadcast that had no left-wing and no right-wing spin to it it was
1: just news is that from uh Xfinity? What do you have? I, mean, I, I, I have, don't think too many providers... Uh, I have Verizon provide. Fios. Huh, I have okay. Verizon Fios. You have to pay extra for that? Or does that come with it?
0: No, it comes with my package. I have like the all-inclusive package. I have everything. Hmm. I thought I had everything, and then I lost BBC. I was very unhappy about that. I actually like watching BBC.
1: Hmm. Uh, all
0: right, we have a couple other topics here. Um, something really amazing has happened in the world of Facebook, and therefore in the world of all of us, because we all use Facebook every single day. The head of Facebook, the man who's supposed to be the most brilliant man on the planet... The most powerful man on the planet, Mark Zuckerberg, who actually could turn out to be the dumbest human being who's ever been born, he is now defending Facebook users' right, quote, to deny the Holocaust. Mark Zuckerberg
1: is denying their right to be wrong. Right, the right to be wrong, including Holocaust deniers. Now,
0: Zuckerberg is what kind of name? Can we guess?
1: Jewish. It's a Jewish name.
0: You would think that a guy with a Jewish name would be a little bit more sensitive to this topic.
1: Well, right? you, you got to give it to him. He's, he's, it's not like he's uh, I mean, a non-Jew. It would even be worse, right? So here's what I would say about this. I would say on its face, if he was being consistent, I
0: would agree with that, mm. that. I do it all the time. People come on my page. They call me a racist. I don't block them. They call me an asshole and a liar. I don't block them. Um, You know, they they put personal things up about people that I know and they try to embarrass me I still don't block them because I believe in free speech. I believe the I believe in the marketplace of ideas I believe that if someone's wrong you beat them with better ideas. You beat them with a better argument Uh, You overpower them with facts. That's what I believe in most cases. There's always an exception So on its face I would agree with Mark Zuckerberg that those people who deny the Holocaust and want to share that opinion online should be allowed to do that. However, I spent 30 days in Facebook jail where I couldn't go live on video and I couldn't post anything because I posted a story about a girl who's transitioning to being a boy who's on a wrestling team somewhere out west somewhere. I don't know it was Kansas or wherever. And she's on a girls wrestling team and she's winning championships all over the state. Well, duh, she's actually a boy, right? She's taking right. boy hormones now and all this stuff. So I shared it, and, I, and my comment was above the story, why is everybody placating this, this little girl's mental illness instead of getting her help? Okay? So I was denying transgenderism, right? I'm a transgenderism denialist.
1: I don't, I don't understand why you were penalized, because I, I've done worse than that on my, yeah. well, my Facebook you're
0: not on, any, you're not on anybody's radar screen. Apparently, yeah. I'm on Zuckerberg's radar screen. So I lost my Facebook privileges first. First time I did it, three days. No, first time was 24 hours, next time three days, next time 10 days. Then I did the transgender thing. It was 30 days, 30 day suspension. I couldn't go live on Facebook. I couldn't read my instant messages. It was outrageous. So in other words, you can deny the Holocaust where millions of people were tortured and murdered for no reason really other than the fact that they were gypsies or Jews or Catholics or Christians or gay. And that's okay. But if you hurt someone's feelings who's a transgender, that's where we draw the line? <laughs> are you kidding me?
1: There's got to be something missing in this story. That, yeah. that is too bizarre.
0: Yeah, of course it's bizarre because that's the world that we're living in. We're living in the twilight zone. Everything is the opposite of what it's supposed to be. Going back to our first point, right, Ed? If you, if you are against illegal aliens, if you are against citizens of other governments coming here and getting free stuff from our government using our money that we paid for, you're a traitor.
1: Right, yes
0: (laughs) Not the people who are for Mexican citizens getting free stuff here They're not the traitors We're the traitors So everything's the opposite of what it's supposed to be And where is all this going? It's it's getting very scary It's getting very scary where this is going When you have politicians In political power When you have members of the media with a lot of power Calling the President of the United States A traitor That's very scary stuff it's very scary stuff, and I don't know where it's going. I don't know where, the, where it's going to bring our culture, but my mom used to say this when I was a kid, and I used to think it was the dumbest thing I ever heard, and now I find myself saying it. I'm glad I'm on my way out, not on my way in, because mm-hmm. I, would, I, don't think, I don't, do not think I'd want to live in this society 30 years from now. I was like a young kid growing up.
1: Well, I don't particularly want to live in it today.
0: Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's getting tough, right? Because you're a hate monger if you have common sense. Yeah, no if you question. say, no, that's not a boy, it's a girl. Or that's not a gr- yeah. Bruce Jenner is not Caitlyn whatever. Bruce Jenner is Bruce Jenner. And somehow that's hate. When, when you have concepts it's like e- hate speech is like a totally made up thing. It's, like it's just totally made up. The only thing is hate speech. It's not an exemption to our constitution. Our constitution says you have the right of free speech. And it's always long been the tradition in this country that we have a First Amendment for the very reason that people will say things you don't like, that people will say things that are offensive and to protect, look, you don't need to protect the speech of people you agree with. You need to protect the speech of the people you disagree with. So on Zuckerberg, I would agree with him that we should allow people who are Holocaust deniers, though I am not one, and I think most of these people are absolutely crazy and they're dangerous, he should allow them to expose their views. Why? Because now we know who all the anti-Semites are. Now we know who they are. I say let them... Wa- if someone wants to use the N-word on Facebook, don't block them. Don't, don't suspend their account. Let them use the N-word on Facebook so we all know who the racists are. We all know who to avoid when we see them in the real world, right? There, there are supposed to be two kinds of controls in our society. Formal controls, which is what the government does in response to your action if they don't like it. Then there's informal controls. Well, it's not against the law to use the N-word, right? Mm. But if someone does it, your neighbors and your fellow citizens can decide not to do mm. business with that person. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they might decide they don't want to hang out with them anymore. Maybe they don't want to um, you know, donate to whatever causes that they're, that they're working toward. We have informal social controls where our fellow citizens can have a say about these things. That's what our First Amendment is supposed to be about. By banning it, by doing what Western Europe does, by banning it, you drive racists underground. You drive Holocaust deniers underground, and then they find other Holocaust deniers. They find other racists, and they form these little secret societies, and they start plotting against us. I'd rather it all be out in the open. I want to know who the racists are. If someone, I don't let them do it on my page. If someone uses the N-word on my page, I look at them. I go and I copy the link to their page. I post it right at the top of my page. This person used the N-word on my page, and I'm blocking them so everybody knows who they are. I want everyone to know who this racist is, and then I block them. That's the way it's supposed to be in a free country if we're still free. I, I'm not really too sure anymore.
1: This, this brings up a whole different question about private companies, private enterprises. Do they have a right to, um, to accept whatever they want to accept?
0: Yeah. Uh, in some cases, yes. In some cases, No.
1: We only have 4 minutes. Yeah, we only have 4 minutes, but uh, but that would be another that would be a good topic for another show.
0: Well, look, Facebook has has become a monopoly. Right? I think we can all agree that Facebook has become a monopoly. And as such, they should not be able to do whatever no, they I want know. to do. I'm
1: not sure if they're a monopoly. I mean, uh, younger people are supposed to be more more on Instagram now. Well, maybe and, and there are others too
0: and when instagram rises to the level of facebook mm. and they can rival facebook i'd say okay they're not a monopoly but if you've mm-hmm. got like at&t is the only one in the country and then you've got like sprint starts and they get five customers that's not really free competition right instagram has five customers compared to so then how many billions of people around so
1: then the question is are you acting unconstitutionally to a company because they're the only one and they're the most successful
0: well, if you're a monopoly, if you're a monopoly, there needs to first there needs to, be, there needs to be rules for monopolies because otherwise they become more powerful than your government, they end up running your government.
1: Well, there are rules for monopolies. Um, you know, the the government breaks up the company uh, once they get too big, if right. I'm not mistaken. So, let's break up Facebook. I'm uh, all for it. I'll well,
0: make the motion.
1: But until that happens, does somebody like Zuckerberg have a constitutional right to accept what he wants? I I don't think so. I
0: think if you are a content provider, which they clearly are. The minute they they took down Tom Duggan's post for saying that the transgender kid had a mental illness, you became a content provider. You decided based on content what should be there and what shouldn't. That makes you a content provider. And if you're a content provider, the government needs to regulate it. Or… The government needs to come in and say, it's either everything or nothing.
1: Or the private company like facebook uh actually writes it in their bylaws and says this is what we uh are going to do yeah and so every person who signs up for facebook knows exactly what they're getting into yeah
0: that just gives them that just gives them an out that gives them an out to be fascist that gives them an out
1: well yeah they but could say, well, it, it gives you an out not to sign up
0: i don't like gay people and i own facebook so i'm not gonna yeah. let anybody who's gay. anybody puts up a gay flag when they kick them off facebook would that be okay
1: if they say it in, uh, at uh, right off, you know. So that's right fine. So if, they,
0: so if they say anybody who's a Catholic or a Christian, yeah, you can't use Facebook. If we find out you're a well, Catholic I'm, or a Christian, I'm just enough. saying,
1: if if we were consistent in that, then I'd know which which. you Which social uh, things that I don't to sign up for? You're more
0: interested in being consistent. I'm more interested in being right.
1: Oh, I, I don't. I don't see that there's a difference between those. Really, two you things. don't? No. 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 I,
0: mean, I think if you are an individual, yeah. you have rights. If you're a company, you have fewer rights because you're a company. I own a company. There are things that I can't do in my company. Even though I own – I can't be a contractor for the Valley Patriot. When we first started the Valley Patriot, I used to 1099 myself. I used to pay myself as a contractor.
1: But right? you, you, can, you can accept whosoever columns you want. I can. And reject whatever columns I you can, want.
0: But I can, but I can't be a contractor for the Valley Patriot because there are rules against it. I'm on the board. If you're on right. the board, you can't self-deal. Right? That's considered self-dealing. I'm hiring myself as a contractor to be the president of the Valley Patriot. And the IRS came after me, and they said, you can't do that. And I paid a big fine for it, and I had to make myself Mm -hmm. an employee, and I had to pay taxes up front rather than paying it at the end of the year. So as an individual, you have more rights. As a company, you have fewer rights. That's the way it is. We can debate whether that should be that way, but that's the way that it is. So if you're going to be Facebook, and you're going to be a monopoly, and you're going to be the most powerful company on the planet – we need to have our government regulate you or you run the well, government.
1: There are certain regulations that should be there because of the, because of the sake of justice. However, what I'm saying is if, if right up front it is it is said in black and white, this is what we accept and this is what we don't, uh, that's another question. Okay. So
0: then you can just isolate people who are gay or Catholic or Christian well, or you Muslim? Could, you, because could do that. you could do well, that. But we, that well,
1: we told them up front that we don't
0: like black, so anybody who's black can't come on Facebook. We, I, I reject that. I'm sorry. Well, you do the, don't you
1: do the same thing with the Valley Pagers? No.
0: I don't. I, I, there's lots of people who, who write for the Valley Patriot who put opinions in that I don't yeah, agree with. No, I, I, know, I know that,
1: but didn't you... Can uh, we just extend
0: this one minute? I got the crap beat out of me last week. By every single police officer in Methuen for allowing DJ Deeb to write a column in my paper attacking the cops, and they were mm. calling me. I mean, it must have been a chain of phone chain going on. Right, but that's because that you wanted
1: to accept it. But but didn't you reject Tennis Lolly once because he wanted to write a column about the Palestinians against the Jews or something? I did. There's always an exception to every yeah, rule, so and the exception doesn't make doesn't negate. The no, rule. no, no. I'm just saying that there there are certain rules that you have that you won't accept. Can other companies have that same thing?
0: In very extreme circumstances, sure. Okay. If you want to say that we're not going to allow threats As long, on as, Facebook, they say,
1: as, long as they say it up front.
0: If they say I, we're not going to allow people to threaten other people on Facebook or shoot them live on Facebook or during Facebook Live, yeah, that's an extreme exception. Extreme exceptions we always make, make room for, but the extreme exception does not negate the rule.
1: I'm not saying there shouldn't be a rule. All right. All right, you
0: can, you can go back to that. I'm sorry. All right, and we burned the end of the show.
1: Tom, <laughs> we do want to mention that Kim Anderson oh, needs right. a Thank kidney so transplant.
0: Yes, and it's one eight hundred Kim Kidney, one eight hundred Kim Kidney, or you can email me at valleypatriot at aol She is O positive. She's looking for a kidney. She's only got a few months.
1: We've and also got an email address here, Kim. Kidney 1960
0: at gmail.com Excellent, excellent Actually, I think, go with that Don't go with the number I gave you I think the
1: number Kim I gave Kidney you KimKidney1960 like, at, at AOL.com Gmail, oh, G-mail At gmail.com dot com. At gmail.com All right
0: Next week we're going to have Michael Gorman From the Movement family He's going to be here to talk about the homeless To talk about activism as a young man uh, He's got a whole bunch of young kids That are working, for, working with him to help feed the homeless Melvin Taylor says go home so go home already And as Ronnie Ford would say um, We wish, have enough We wish we you, wish you we enough We wish you enough <laughs> and stop sending me emails Asking me what that means It's easier to Google it Than it is to email me To ask me what it means <laughs> We wish you enough